Hey, everybody. It's Angie. And Renee, I had to unmute myself. <laughs> Look, I, that's why I was like this for a minute. <laughs> I have muted myself. Oh my goodness, I missed y'all so much. Oh my gosh. Okay. So we have missed you all so, so much. And <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, Autumn. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, yes. How you share this, girl? Give me a moment. I thought I locked my door. No worries. I'm trying to figure out how to share. I don't know. Hey, y'all. Who knows how to share? There we go. I found it. All right. I'm back. She's back. Yes, I'm back. Um, our topic tonight is dead or dormant. So, yes, 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 yes. So, Renee, would you like to start with, can you give us the definition? Because, you know, um, Renee is our resource lady. And she is always looking everything up. And she keeps me in line. Um, can you share the definition for us of dead and dormant? So, this is dead, if you want to read that one. That means no longer living, deprived of life. Hmm. Okay. And dormant. Gotta give me a new keyboard. <laughs> Oh, wait, that's the same thing. Oh, my goodness. All right, hold on. Scratch that. Why didn't it copy? Mm -hmm. What's going on with you? Don't be doing that to me, Tamika. <laughs> <laughs> she said it's the same. Yes. All right, so dormant in a state of rest or inactivity, inoperative. So, hey, blossom thick. Yes. So, when we were, um, as we were, and first of all, I didn't even know that I was going to be this excited to be back on the show. Like, I know that we have missed you all and like, you know, we really had to take some time and get some things in order. We wanted to make sure that when we did come back that we were giving you 110%. Um, and we just had to take care of ourselves. So 
just excited really to be back. Oh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> so, hey, Dr. A. Hey, Tamika. What's up, sister? So we have um, really been dealing with, um, you know, finishing up some things. Um, for those of you who don't know, um, I recently graduated with my doctorate in theology. So I am super, super excited about that. Um, and just really, uh, I will say it's hard for me to kind of like be excited for myself, but I am excited. Um, I did it one day. I'll tell my entire story um, about that. Um, also, Renee has been doing some great things in the community, um, at church, and also at work. Like, big things have been happening for us. So it's not that, you know, we didn't want to be here. It's just that we really needed to have some balance um, with our lives and, you know, really take care of some things in that aspect. But let's go ahead and go into the show. So as we were, um, you know, talking about some things and um, some topics. And so um, there is, as you can read, there is a difference between dead or dormant. And I think a lot of times um, what we will tend to do is we will try to hold on to things when we need to move forward. Right. And we all know that when you have that extra weight, it's going to bog you down. It'll hold you down. Um, that's why even if you're on an airplane, you can only have a certain amount of your baggage has to be a certain amount of weight. Right. For it to even be to be able to go on there. Um or you may have to pay extra. But even with all of that, it can only go to a certain weight. The same thing with an elevator. You get on there and it tells you that there is a weight capacity. Um, otherwise, the elevator will not be able to, to move. Uh, and I was um, actually on my way um, coming home from work today. The song Bag Lady came on. And I was like, um, I turned on my Spotify, was trying to get my jam on, get ready. And uh, Bag Lady came on. And I was like, wow, how ironic, because that's somewhat of some, you know, things that we're talking about. And as you know, it says, you know, you got too much stuff. It's going to hold you back. It's going to hold you down. So we have to be very mindful of that and know um, but also in that, we have to know when something is dead and something is dormant. Like I said, dead is no more life. It's gone, right? And we need to strive and no longer living deprived of life. And sometimes we can um, be, there's physical death, there's spiritual death, um, but we have to make sure uh that we are not trying to revive things that are that we need to move on from. So I'm tired of hearing myself talk. What about you, Renee? <laughs> oh goodness. Um, I guess it is important to realize when something is dead and versus something that is dormant. 
um, you know, something is dead is definitely something that um, we have to let go of. But something is dormant um, is something that you have to wake up. And mm -hmm. sometimes it's hard to tell the difference between something that's dormant and something that's dead in our life. Um, mm -hmm. And we have to determine and really begin to lay things out um, as far as what to do, what to let go of, and what is something, like you said, that we need to revive, um, to resuscitate. And we have a choice in our life. Am I going to continue to carry this thing around with me, um, knowing that it has no use? Or am I going to um, be open to new things or be open to bring this thing back to life? Um, and I really feel like it has a lot to do with our environment and where we place and position ourselves. Um, you know, I gave the inspiring moment uh, two years ago about my coworker gave me a plant and the plant died. I thought it was dead. And I'll never forget my coworker said, no, Renee, you need to take it and reposition it in the light. And he said, leave it alone. Don't bother it. And when I repositioned it from my desk, from the, you know, the, the light that we produce versus the sunlight that's natural, that natural light brought what was dead back to life. And sometimes we tend to, um, that's what we are. We're in the wrong environment and we're wondering why am I dead? Why am I not thriving? Uh, because you really have to ask yourself, is it time for me to be uprooted and replanted? Amen. Amen. Yes. I, I love, I always, I love when I hear you um, tell that story, you know, because you were ready to to give up on you like eh, this thing is dry this is it's gone you know but when you look at it in the aspect you took the time to really care for it and like you said reposition and repot um you know uproot it and then put it somewhere else our environment does make a really big difference and if we stay somewhere too long when we are supposed to move we can die you know, um, we can get so caught up and, and just the the weeds will start to choke you out, you know, and you're not getting the sufficient sunlight. You're not getting which which is you're not you're not reading your Bible. You're not praying. You're not surrounding yourself with people who are going to pour into you. You're constantly pouring out, pouring out, pouring out. And I know that I'm sure that, you know, everybody has heard or a lot of people have heard you can't pour from an empty cup. And once we start to um, get to a place where we're not replenishing ourselves, we can become um, dead. We'll just be depleted, you know, um, being and sometimes, you know, we have as we are uh, growing up, we may have certain dreams. We may have certain wants, desires, and it drives me crazy. And I'm sure that I've said it myself, but it drives me crazy when you hear somebody that always says, yeah, well, back in the day, that was real. That was back in the day. And we have to learn to let go of those things because some of those, those things we do need to let die. We need to start, you know, stop trying, stop reviving those things, mm -hmm. you know, stop reviving or putting yourself in a position where you are constantly reviving the anger. You're constantly reviving 
you know, um, just those bad habits that you once had let go. You know, so we need to to know that those are not the things that we need to feed because as we know, whatever you feed, that's what's going to grow. Yes. Prime example. Oh, my gosh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Yesterday, I went to Walmart. Uh-oh. And I needed my coffee. Uh-oh. I had to move five different flavors out of the way. I was moving and moving. I, I'm ser- I'm being serious. I was right. The little girl was looking. I was, I was going to fight the little girl. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. But I was like, she was like, mom, looking at me. And I'm like, I need my coffee. Like I have ran out of coffee. I needed it for today. And I'm moving everything out of the way. And I was like, are you really acting like this over coffee? Yeah, I am acting like this over coffee. But the old me came out like, oh my God, like, right my way. Like, where's the coffee at? But no, long story short, I was sitting there trying to get the coffee and the old me was trying to come back out like, let somebody come bother me while I'm looking for this coffee. Right, right. Well, I'm glad that you got your coffee and I'm sure that the rest of the world is too. Yes. Yes. That was was a joke. I'm joking. joking. But no, that when you, um, a serious scenario though, when you're talking, we were talking about dead and dormant. Um, you know, I stayed, I was on a job for over 10 years and I was just used to the money on the job, but I was dying because my purpose was not getting fed and we can do things for money, um, to feel like, oh, I need this for gratification, but I wasn't being fulfilled with my purpose in life. I was just getting up and going to work, making a paycheck, and that was it. And it wasn't until this current opportunity came into play where I'm at now on my job, and I have a, it's like my purpose has me, you know, has met me from the natural and the spiritual, and they've, t- they've connected. So we have to realize when we're doing something that is our purpose and God has put in us. It's like we come back to life because to me, I was dying in the natural. I was dying spiritually. I was stressed out. Now that the purpose has met me in the natural, I'm like, this is what you called me to do. Um, This is something I want to do. So I see the difference from dead to something. It was dormant. And now that I'm repositioned in the right place, I can feel myself coming back to life spiritually and in the natural. Amen. Amen. Yeah. You know, and that happens because we get in a place where we are, we're comfortable. And so we start to become really complacent. And then we start to do things that are just out of, out of habit. Right. So it's just, you know, oh yeah, I know I got to get up. I know I got to go to work. I got to do this. Um, I got, I got to go to church on Sunday, then on Monday through Friday, then I'm going to work. Then Wednesday, I'm going to Bible study. Then I got, we're doing it straight out of habit and not doing it because it is, um, you know, that we are purposed in that, in that area and to go ahead and, and, and to grow. So it will stunt our growth. And eventually as your growth is stunted, you will die. Um, But on the other hand, we have where we're trying to hold on to things that we know. And these are relationships. These are dreams that we have, not what God has for us, but what we have for us. 
you know, and it may have been. And there are some times where God will give you something, but it's just for that season. And we're still trying to stay in that season. That's like you walking around in a winter coat and it's 90 degrees outside. Are you kidding me? Winter is over. Take the coat off. <laughs> take it off. Yeah, take it off. I guess the question is, um, when do you realize that this situation or this thing, whatever it is, is dead versus this is something that's dormant that needs to be brought back to life. When do you make that decision? Well, in all things, pray, right? Um, and get out of the way. Pray and get out of the way. Um, but when it is no longer serving you any purpose, and not just you, but those that you're connected to, Right. But when there, when it's, there's no, no growth at all. And then it, it's, it's time to, to let it go. You know, it's, it's when it becomes, and sometimes, and I don't want to say that when it becomes a burden, right. Because sometimes um, doing things that is, is lined up with your purpose. Um, sometimes when you're doing it, in your flesh, it can become a burden, right? And when you have those distractions or whatever, so you have to be very mindful of that as well because we want to be like, oh my gosh, and then you're just ready to go. But you definitely, if you see that, you know, that there's there's no growth at all, then it's time to let it go. But when you're doing that, you have to assess yourself. Am I, am I putting it in the right environment? Have I watered it? Am I um, nurturing it? Am I feeding it what it needs? So don't just be like, oh, it's dead. Yeah, because you haven't done your part. Just like I had once upon a time, my mother-in-law, she gave me like these really beautiful plants. I killed them all. All of them. Because I overwater, I would overwater them when I remembered to water them. There was no balance. <laughs> so we have to make sure that there is a balance, right? Um, I guess what else? When will you know that it's when it's dead? I, I think those are really like the two biggest things, you know, when there's absolutely there's no growth. Um, but when it and it also when it starts to stunt your growth. Mm. You know, so because we are all here um, for a purpose, everybody's not meant to be in the pulpit. Everybody is not meant to, you know, speak to the world in front of a, a camera or a mic. Your ministry may be, I don't know, to greet people, you know, and to make them feel welcome wherever it is that you go. Um, you have to find what what that purpose is. But when you are starting to, uh, it's starting to choke you out and it's not growing and you're not growing, then it's time. I agree. I agree. That's why we have to really, um, we have to really seek God for, you know, direction and for purpose. Mm -hmm. um, 
I'm realizing for me personally, I have taken on a lot over the years and I've been doing so many different things. And now I'm like, God, am I serving everything that, that to me, for me, that I want to do? I want to make sure I'm glorifying him and I want to make sure I'm in his will. Because right. um, at the end of the day, the worst thing to do is to be in a situation where you're like, like Angie said, this is hard. This is, I feel like I'm dying. And it's like, you pray and ask God, like, why aren't you helping me? And for him to say, I didn't tell you to do that. Um, that's the worst thing in the world to not be fulfilling our purpose in the time that we are in. We really have to pray about what we're doing um, and make sure that we are in the will of God, because like Angie said, every season ends. And sometimes we don't know when to give something up because the season is dead. Um, so we really do have to pray about that. Is this season up for this thing that I'm doing? That's right. Because at the end of the day, we have to remember it's it's not about us. Right. It, it's not. Um, yes. Will we be rewarded? Will we um, have um, some satisfaction in doing things for other people? We will. Um, but we also have to remember that you have to push through. You know, you're going to, there's going to be times that you have to push through, but in all the, in still in all of that, just know, is this really where I'm supposed to be at right now? So, are you, you on mute? You are on mute. Can you hear me? I can now. Mute button. So <laughs> when when it when is it time to um did we answer that question when it's time to let something go? Yes. Well, how do I know if something is dormant? Well, are you um again, we always start with prayer, right? And if and if it's dormant, is there any movement at all? Because I think sometimes we get to a place where we're, we want something to grow like this. That's not how the, a lot of things don't grow like that. It takes time. But the, then the growth that you give it is how, I mean, I said the growth, the care that you give it, right? The more you nurture it and the care that you give it, um, sometimes you're going to have to prune things back in order for there to really be some type of um, growth there. Uh, sometimes you have to, like you said, reposition it, reshift it. Have you done those things? And is there any type of life in there? Is there any type of growth? And you have to be honest with yourself. You know, um, we just, we have to be honest with ourselves. I was reading something now. Some of this, I, I, some of this, I don't know if I have all the numbers right. Okay. okay. So I'm just, I'm not going to give exact numbers, but I was reading an article. My CEO has shared it with, um, with us, with the team. And it was talking mm -hmm. about the, um, I think it's the, the bamboo, the Chinese bamboo. Does it come from China? But anyway, I think it's the bamboo plant. And when you plant it, 
before it starts to grow up, it grows down and it takes years. It's growing down. Mm-hmm. But when it starts to grow up, it grows at, I mean, it, it does grow like this, right? It grows so fast that you're like, oh my gosh, because when I was reading it, and I really wish I would have had the, um, I should have pulled up the article, but um, it it took, but I, and I want to say it was anywhere from like three to five years and, but it's growing down, but you have to nurture it. So you have to water it. And I think you water it daily for um, a certain period of time and and then, but once it starts to grow, like it grows feet at a time. And I mean, it just grows like crazy. And to me, what I got from that is that it starts to grow down because it is taking root, right? And it's growing down because it is um, the foundation of it and it's being rooted deeply. So we have to know, have we planted this right are we watering it are we nurturing it but if we don't see any growth at all then we then we know i like that i like that i do Mm. yeah um this is is a top it's a top tough topic um trying to determine um, when something is dead, when we have to let it go versus when we need something to be revived. And again, um, the biggest thing that's sticking out to me is environment, um, you know, that will help you revive something that is dead. Uh, you know, and the biggest thing that right now for me, like I said, and I feel like anybody should be um, our relationship with Christ. Uh, making sure we are cultivating that, making sure that we are doing everything to keep that alive. Uh, because without that relationship, we are going to die, like you said, spiritually. But we also want to make sure our gifts are being um, cultivated as well. Um, you know, all of us have gifts inside of us, but if we're not in the right environment, they're going to either die or so you're going to be in a place where. Um, They're going to begin to come alive. You're going to begin to experience different things that you never thought you could do or see. But it all has to do with us as well. Um, I can't say, Angie, it's your fault um, that I'm dying and or Angie, it's your fault that um, I feel like I'm just sitting here and it's nothing happening. I have to take responsibility for it myself. Um, You know, but some people do feel that way. I'm going to blame it all on Angie. Um, it's your fault. Sorry, we got some little background noise in the back. <laughs> we were 100% back, but listen, it seemed like everybody wanted to be on the show today. Excuse me. <laughs> okay, I'll be quiet. Oh, my goodness. Sorry about that. We had a cameo. <laughs> um, I didn't lost my train of thought. No, I was just saying that um, we have to take ownership for ourselves. And I can't blame. We can't blame it on you 
that uh, I'm dying or, you know, I feel like this is dormant and you're not helping me get to where I need to be. Yeah, indeed. I, it, and and I, I'm not, I don't want to be insensitive with this. I don't. Because I know everybody, it takes, you know, people a certain amount of time to get through things. And sometimes we'll never get over them mm -hmm. or even through them. We learn how to deal with them. Yeah. But that's the whole thing is that you have to learn how to deal with them so that it is not stunting your growth. You have to learn how to deal with them. And yes, you do have to take accountability. Something that happened to me when I was four years old and now here I am, I'm, how old am I, 50, 52? Come on now. I shouldn't be, um, you know, allowing that to hinder me. Let's deal with those things and let's hold ourselves accountable. We all went through stuff that, you know, maybe a parent wasn't there or maybe both parents weren't there. Um, and whether it was by choice or whether it was, you know, because something happened and they weren't able to be there. Um, but we can't allow that to just let us stay stagnant because once you start, once you stay stagnant, you start to stink. Right. And then if you see where it's real stinky, that's another sign that it's dead. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> when they when stuff dies and it start, it starts to stink so unless god told you to keep you know reviving it let it go and move on yeah when you said that i was reminded you know whenever we go into the hospital um or someone is sick you have to sign a, a letter if you want them to resuscitate you or you want them to just, um, you know, let you go. Mm -hmm. So that's just letting us know that even when we're talking about this, the ownership is on us. That's right. Um, because they can't do anything against our will. And that's how God is it's like, I'm not going to do anything against your will, Angie or Renee. If you want right. to stay in a dead situation, it's up to you. If you want me to bring you back to life, you're going to have to come back and did some ownership and say, this is what I want. God, I need your help or such and such. I need your help. Um, it's not nobody's going to overtake your will. God's not. And I'm not going to overtake Angie's will. I'm going to have to be willing to um, make a decision to come out of this dead situation or to come back to life. Amen. Amen. The choice is yours. Yeah. You know, it. the choice truly is yours. Yeah. So um, I really, I, I, I pray that, because um, yes, this is a, a, a hard topic. And I think that when, when we first talked about it, it was really exciting. But then it's like, as you start to peel back the layers, it's kind of like, hmm. Because never want to give anybody the, the wrong information or the wrong impression to say, oh, well, it stinks, so it's dead. I'm just gonna move on. No, you is there even with this stinking? Did you clean it up? And is there any growth? Did God tell you to continue with that? Because even in a dead situation, look at what he did with Lazarus. He was he was gone. <laughs> he was gone, but he brought it back to life, you know. So 
we do have to be very, um, very mindful of that. And then just pray, God, give me discernment and let me know which way to move, which way to go. Um, but if it's something now, if it is something that continues to hurt you, and I don't mean just hurt your feelings, but I mean, if it's something that is, um, if it's, if it's always physical, mental abuse by let that go that's dead right um but if it's something that is constantly um i guess yeah if it's constantly hurting you and just stopping you from being able to move we never want to be in an abusive relationship and i don't care who it is we never want to be that way. So we do have to be very careful of that because we don't want to be a doormat to anybody. So we have to know the difference and know the balance. I was thinking about these questions as you were talking um, about self-reflection. Um, and that's something that we rarely want to do. But I, you kind of you said it earlier, but just type the, some of the questions in. Um, am I holding on to something I need to let go of? A lot of times we are. I, okay, so I will admit there are some things that are in my closet that I need to let go of. Got too much stuff. And some of the stuff I can't fit anymore. And I say one day I will and I know that I won't. So yes, <laughs> even with that clutter, get rid of it. If not now, then when? Don't wait for tomorrow. Do it today. Yeah. And sometimes um, we always want to do things on such a huge scale. And even when, okay, even when we are um, on certain medications, right? And we, I'll use prednisone for an example. It's a steroid if you're not sure what it is. But prednisone is a steroid. And sometimes it's um, they use it for like if people have shingles um, or some other things that might cause inflammation yeah. right in your body. And so it's trying to calm it down um, and help you get through that. Um, but as you when you're taking the prednisone, you start with a high dose and you can't they tell you, don't you stop it all at once. You have to kind of wean yourself off of it because if you just stop it, it could harm you. And sometimes, though, you know, we can do that as we're letting things go. Instead of trying to do it all at once where you know you could harm yourself, then go ahead and just scale back little by little. And that's the same thing as you're adding things, add things little by little. Take away things little by little. Now, some things, yes, just rip the Band-Aid off, but in order. So if not now, then when? Start today with something as small as getting rid of one shirt, whatever it is, you know, or going and say, okay, let me just, let me read one Bible verse. Something, let me write down one affirmation. Let me um, do let me make one phone call. Let me write one verse. Whatever it is, just do something. Um, what matters most in my life? Yeah. What is it? It could be something different. 
and and things and it can change what mattered most to you when you were 20 may not be the thing that matters most to you when you're 22 or 30 or whatever so it's okay and i think that that too is sometimes where we're holding on to things that are dead that's when you when i was a child i spoke as a child yes we grow yes <laughs> we yeah. are grown yeah we are grown it's okay to change yeah change is good yes and that's not something that I know, even for me, change was not something that was, I hated change. Mm -hmm. You know, I was used to routine and, and different things. And that will, afraid of change and being stuck in routine will have us in dead situations too. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I made the change, like I said, in my job and making that change, it was just like now, I'm like looking for new opportunities. I'm, you know, I'm not afraid now. I'm like, oh, this okay. is because I'm used, I was used to the same people, the same routine and different things. Now I'm like meeting new people, having a good time, talking to different people. Um, and I'm like, wow, like I've been holding, I was holding on to something for so long. Like this yeah. is good. Yeah. Um, so change also um, is something that will keep people in relationships too. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I'm used to, if I have, if I call you a friend, you're my circle, you're my circle for life. Now I'm okay. I really, it's, it's okay. It's okay for change. Um, it's okay to say goodbye. It's okay to, you know, just be, be by yourself. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Some, sometimes when we're stuck in, in, in friendships and different relationships, we miss what God has for us because we're so used to this certain thing. And it's like, I was trying to let you to let it go so I can talk to you. Right. You wanted to hold on. So. Right. Yeah. That's just like, yeah, I'm I'm trying to take you somewhere else. Yeah. But you want to stay stuck here. I'm trying to, you, you want to go down to New York Avenue. I'm trying to take you to New York or I'm trying to take you to Paris or London. You just yes. want to stay in, you want to stay in two little blocks right there. And yeah. I'm trying to take you across the world. Yes. Yes. I, I challenge um, anybody that's watching or listening um, to do something out of the norm, out of your normal routine um, this week. I don't care if it's uh, you generally leave out at seven o'clock, leave out at five minutes early and just drive around to a different neighborhood. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes we don't know what's out there until we begin to open our eyes and be willing to see. Because if all I like is um, chicken strips and honey mustard sauce with some French fries with a good biscuit on the side with some honey butter, <laughs> I'm not going to know that now one of my you know favorite things is crab cakes. Right. Because um, I was, oh, I got something different out of the, I know, Benadryl and crab cakes. Um, got something different out of the norm. So we have to be willing to change and do something different out of the normal routine that we may be used to. Um, in order to discover that maybe this, you know, this something I see new is better for me. Amen. Amen. Enlarge your territory. Yes. Enlarge your thinking. Ah, uh, yeah. You know, read something that you did you normally wouldn't read. Listen yeah. to something you wouldn't normally listen to. You never know it uh, if you like it or you don't until you try it. I agree. Yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. I do. Mm -hmm. I do. Um, so, 
So we are ending with an inspiring moment this week. And uh, my inspiring moment actually was inspired today in a training that I had. Um, the, our, someone came in and she said that her parents had planned and mapped out her life for her. Um, she was very successful in one area. They had uh, said, this is what you're going to do. And she said when she got to the point where she had to take the test to um, become a doctor, she had got to the point she's sitting there in the classroom and she said, this is not what I want to do. Um, so she said she got up in the middle of the test and she went and bought a puppy. Yes, this was the medical exam. She had went through everything that she needed. And she said she was sitting there holding the puppy. And she said at that moment, she remembered a class that she took and the class had to do with, she had to go to do um, a social piece at a shelter. Mm -hmm. And she said that at that moment, she realized that what her parents had planned for her and said, this is what you're going to do and what you're going to be. It didn't fulfill her purpose. Wow. That her purpose was when she was at that shelter and she was helping people in the community. Wow. So I'm saying, all, yeah, and I'm saying that to say that many people can tell us, Angie, you're going to do this, you're going to do that, you're going to do this, as you're going to be successful. But if it's not fulfilling your purpose, you're not going to be fulfilled. It's just going to be something that you're going to do. So in this inspiring moment, don't let anyone tell you what you should be doing. Yes, we need guidance from people. Don't get me wrong. But you have to make sure it's something that you are fulfilling within yourself. And you know that this is God's will for your life. Uh, because just like her, people were placing her in different places. And she thought that was the right way. Mm. But when she got to the point, realized that that was not her destiny right there. Wow. Wow. Got all the way to the end. All the way to the end. Great. Everything. Everything. And realized that it wasn't what she wanted. Well, see, that right there tells me that as you're going, you need to do some checkpoints. Yeah. Yes. Right? You need to do some checkpoints before you get all the way to Florida and you're supposed to be in Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> Don't just keep going straight. Listen. And pay attention to the signs. That you better say it, girl. Pay attention to the signs. Yes, pay attention to the signs and know. Um, it's not enough for everybody else to know. You have to know that you're Amen. doing what God has called you to do. Amen. Yeah. That's right. Trust the God in you. Uh, yeah. Amen. Yes. yes. Well, we are back. And uh, we will be back next week. Um, we have a wonderful topic um, that I am excited to talk about. And I am really looking forward to you all um, being on here so we can, um, we can discuss it, talk through it. You already know we love to uh, see your feedback, get your comments in the chat. Make sure that you uh, please like, tag, and share. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend. And come on back um, because Angie and Renee, we're back and we're ready to talk about it. Yes. 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 So we will right. see you all next week, Thursday, 7 o'clock. Um, we'll be here.
That's right. Be here. Be square. Oh we love God. you too. Night night. Good night, everyone.